Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey, it's Jamin. You're on the Insecurity Project. It's 10-minute Tuesday time. Talking about going back and rescuing the child. <laughs> uh, it's an issue that most people think should be reserved for therapists, uh, but it belongs here. You know, when people ring me and ask me for coaching, often the thought is that it's just going to be about strategies. Surely this is all about tools for success. This is about peak performance. This is about optimizing uh, the here and now. Uh, so often people are like, but please, you know, surely we don't have to go back to the past. There's a bunch of pain and unresolved issues there, I know, but I don't really want to go back there if we can avoid it. The past is the past. You can't change the past. It is what it is. Let's just giddy up and move on forward. Um, you know, the problem is that although you can get some short-term benefit for some, for, from some here and now strategies, um, if you don't deal with the wounded child, then you think you're making rational decisions about your future, um, but you're not. That You are compromised, you are weakened, you are hindered. There's this residual pain inside you that you bring with you wherever you go and every decision you make is impacted by it. Every relationship is colored by it. Um, your emotional state is always impacted by that sense of pain. So, yeah, of course you got to go back. Um, it's it's the central adult work is going back and reviewing the data of your childhood and not just reviewing the data but actually bringing healing. Um, often the child gets hurt and of course the child's going to get hurt, right, because they're a child and they're trying to make sense of an adult's world. So there's a bunch of danger um, so every child's going to come out hurt in one way or another. Um, the, the point is that we also have the capacity to heal ourselves. So I, I love thinking about the physicality of self-healing. If you were to break a bone um, and that bone gets set properly, then in six months' time when that x-ray is taken of that bone again, that the part that was broken is now healed and it is now stronger than before it was broken. So who does that healing? You know, is it is it God? Is it the doctor? Is it the surgeon? Is it the cast? Um, well, no, it's your body. Your, every cell in your body knows how to heal. Um, if the bone's set properly and held in place, then all the cells organize themselves, clear out the damaged, broken cells, replace them with new ones, and, uh, and you're away. So um, we know how to heal ourselves. We know how to heal ourselves physically and uh, we know how to heal ourselves emotionally if we can just understand the process. So I like, I like the idea of the cast because it's about holding people still when they want to run away, when things get a bit scary. Um, I say this all the time. Most of my work is like scaring, sorry, is like coaxing scared kittens out from under a lounge with a saucer of milk, all about helping them face the things they're afraid of. Um, uh, because there are three big fears, I think, when it comes to going back that stop adults, that stop rational, intelligent, creative adults from going back. Um, the first would be that they don't know if they'll know what to do. So, like, yeah, so imagine I go back to the child, uncover a bunch of pain and woundedness. What happens if I don't know what to say? 
What happens if I don't know how to fix that child? What happens if I don't have the right words? What happens if I can't heal? Um, sure, that's that's a fear. We'll, we'll we'll explore how that's irrational in a moment. Um, let me let me cover off this the second and third of these fears as well. Um, the second fear is that what happens if I go back to the child? Because um, I kind of I'm kind of aware that this child has created a bunch of narrative and formed some opinions about me and about the world and about what's true and false. And what happens if I go back and find that the child was right? That, you know, this child who decided that there was something wrong with me or that I'm un, unworthy of love or I'm inadequate, or I'm not as good as other people. What happens if I go back and sit with that child and have a look at all the data and, and the child's right? I, I am worthless. I am unlovable. There is something wrong. Um, we'll look at how irrational that fear is in a moment, but let me cover off number three. Uh, what if the child's right? Sometimes that's as big a fear as any. I'll go back. Sorry, did I say right? I, I mean, what if the child's wrong? So um, the child's formed these opinions and uh, you know created these narratives and stories and, and fears. What if I go back, turn all the lights on and discover that my whole life has been based on a lie, that it's all been wrong? Uh, and and that I don't know how to be anybody else. I've always lived this way. So if it's all wrong, well, what does that mean about the last 20, 30, 40 years of my life? Um, and what do I do now? So so firstly, let's look at the idea of, well, what if I don't have what it takes? You know, what if I can't? What if I don't know how? What if I don't have the words? Um, if you would just take yourself out of that picture, if you were to see a hurting child, if you were to randomly come across a child who's in pain, there's, they're, they're crying, there's something wrong, um, you know, every adult with half a brain um, would know how to comfort that child. Because you kind of understand as an adult you don't have to have much to be useful. You've just, you've just got to be there and just let them know that it's going to be okay and that it's safe. So, you know, give them a hug dry their eyes, just listen, understand what's happening and, and help them, help them. Like it, Of course you've got enough. Of course you'll know what to say. Of, of course you've got it. So we know how to heal other people's children. We know what to say when other people are hurting. It's just we think strangely. We won't know what to say for ourselves. That's never true, not ever once. So that fear is irrational. Um, the, the second fear, what if, what if the child's right? Well, clearly that's the most irrational of all these fears because that is entirely impossible. And the child has never once been right about anything from their childhood. Um, and that's just a statement, a statement of fact. The child does not have the capacity to be right. They can be close, they can have some ideas, um, but they don't have the emotional intelligence, the, uh, the, the awareness, the maturity, the objectivity to actually understand themselves in the context of their world and what was actually going on. So they, they guess, they write stories, they create ideas. You know, Opinions are the lowest form of knowing anything, let alone the opinion of a child. So clearly they got it wrong. Even the beautiful stories they told about you were wrong. Like that's of, of course um, it seems like such a strange idea that people get so terrified by these opinions as though as if they were right. Um, it just doesn't make sense. Every child got it wrong. Uh, and the third one, what if the child got it right? Uh, sorry. <laughs> what, yeah, what if the child got it wrong? Good, yes, then what does that mean? Um, my whole life's been lived on a lie. Yeah, okay, sure. Well, if that's true, then at least you know now. Um, 
the old Chinese proverb, the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago, but the second best time uh, is now, is today. So it turns out we've always known what we wanted, like to desire is human. So the, the sense of ambition and desire and hope the future is always inside of us. It just gets suppressed and, and shut up because it's too hard or too dangerous or too costly. So given the opportunity to reinvent yourself, given the clean slate and the freedom to have another go, we actually, we're actually always looking for that. We've always been waiting for that chance. And again, we'll know what to do. We've been thinking, dreaming, hoping for this moment our whole lives. It's very natural to, to go where the life is, to move towards the things that are uniquely us and would excite us um, and uh, are meaningful. So it's just a sunk cost bias, which is an interesting bit of psychology that causes us to invest in things because we've invested them in them historically. Uh, so when you see through it logically, uh, you know, if the child's wrong, which of course they are, um, then that's that's a beautiful gift because it means now you're free to actually rewrite the story. So, um, you know, so the point is, of course, you've got to go back. Yes, with 100% certainty, you've got to go back. Without without going back, you'll have this wounded child impacting every decision that you make, impacting all relationships, um, your capacity to function at your best where it matters most. Um, so uh, we're going back. Um, then, then I've got people who go, right, well, well, how then? Okay, I get yeah, I get those fears. They're illogical, but how? How do I go back? How do I actually do it? What's the mechanics of actually healing this child? Um, how's the slowest way to solve any problem? Uh, why is the point of focus when you get clear on why, and when the why becomes big enough, the how takes care of itself. So when you kind of turn all the lights on and see the nature of this problem, realize that you know insecurity at its heart is the, is formed by opinions of a child. The child thinks there's something wrong. So it's just an opinion problem. Um, you created this opinion problem. It wasn't created by what happened to you, what was said to you or done to you. It was in, in those experiences that child personalized those things negatively. Um, when you stack the pain on those opinions, you realize that those opinions are, you know, they're the best opinions you came up with at the time, but now they're actually ruining every part of your life. And, and this gets worse. So the pain and the cost the injury you are doing to yourself by having that child unhealed and those opinions unresolved is just extraordinary. Coupled with the sense of desire that you have for your future, for the compelling vision that you, you've set out for yourself of what you like to have happen instead, when you kind of map those four things out, you know, step into the light, take responsibility, stack the pain and develop a compelling vision, um, you kind of realize that it doesn't really matter if you know how to go back or not, that is entirely irrelevant. You've got a reason why. You, you have got a very compelling reason why. And necessity is the mother of all invention. So that's the value of it. Now you know, well, whatever it takes, I'm going back and I'm going to go save this child. I'm going to go lovingly enter into their space, not just trying to rescue them from a distance, not trying to rationalize as an adult and tell them just that they're there, you're okay, to actually get down on their level to feel their pain, to validate their experience, and then to give them more awareness and more choice and lead them out of that place until they are healed, till those opinions are obsolete, until new ones can be formed, till I can upgrade the operating system from the child to the adult and actually be unhindered from all doubt, all fear and insecurity and show up at my best where it matters most. That's the game we're playing here, folks, and this is how to do it. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project Podcast. 
All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.